Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com Featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith Not just a profile picture For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com And the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website Is ready to help single Catholics take the next step In sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics Remember, CatholicSingles.com for faith, fellowship, and love. CMF Curo is the country's first Catholic health share ministry to provide an affordable health sharing program rooted in Catholic teaching and community. Learn more at MyCatholicHealthShare.com. CMF Curo, healthcare fully alive. Well, hello everybody. This is John Michael. We're going to continue on love union in our personal relationship with Jesus. We're going to be looking at the powerful gifts of the Spirit and the manifestation in our life. Come back and join us. All things are possible with God. Howdy, everybody. This is John Michael. We're continuing with part two of Love Union with Jesus Christ in our series on the lover and the beloved. So now we're going to move into some of the really cool, fun stuff. We've we've really set the stage in terms of scripture about this love relationship between us as the bride of Christ and Christ as the groom of our soul, the bridegroom of our souls. So let's take a look. First thing we want to do is look at the gifts of the Spirit. We're really talking about the charismatic dimension of our life, where we get filled with the Spirit, intoxicated with Christ. And we know that in Acts 2, that the driving wind was heard through the house. It came and tongues of fire appeared, and it came to rest on each of them. And they began to express themselves in other tongues. That was the first experience, and that that experience of of tongues and the fire of the Spirit really began to be indicative of what happened to those first Christians. Now, sometimes they abused him, and St. Paul had to write a letter, his first letter to the Corinthians, kind of fixing some of this stuff. And in it, he gives us a nice little list called the gifts of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. Different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each, the manifestation is given for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the expression of wisdom. To another, knowledge. Same Spirit. To another, faith. Same Spirit. To another, healing. Same Spirit. To another, mighty deeds or miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discernment of spirits. And to another, the variety of tongues, speaking in tongues. St. Paul goes into this in detail. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. Now, my point is, and St. Paul brings this out, is each of us have these gifts that lift us up out of ourself 
And they're gifts that are bigger than just our natural gifts. They're supernatural gifts given to us by the Spirit. Now, we're going to spend a lot of time in this lesson looking at the early Franciscans. They were very charismatic. And we hear that these same kind of things were given to the first Franciscans. In the little flowers, it says, And just as those holy apostles were for the whole world marvelous in holiness, filled with the Spirit, so these most holy companions of St. Francis were made of such sanctity that the world has not had such wonderful and holy men from the time of the apostles until now. That's quite a claim. For one was caught up into third heaven like St. Paul. That was Brother Giles. Another, tall Brother Philip, was touched on the lips by an angel with a burning coal, like Isaiah the prophet. Another, Brother Sylvester, a very pure and virginal soul, spoke with God as one friend to another, as Moses did. Another, by the keenness of his mind, soared to the light of divine wisdom like an eagle, John the, John the Evangelist. And this was the very humble Brother Bernard, who used to explain Holy Scripture in a most profound way. Another was sanctified by God and canonized in heaven while still living in the world, as though he had been sanctified in his mother, mother's womb. And this was Brother Rufino, a nobleman of Assisi and a man most loyal to Christ. Wow. So there was a broad variety of the gifts of the Spirit. The cool thing here is we don't all have the same gifts. St. Paul says, are all apostles? The answer is no. Are all, you know, prophets? No. Do all speak with tongues? No. So, but it has to be personal. The gifts, that fire of the Spirit at Pentecost, the, the, the tongues of the fire parted and came to rest on each of them. Wow, so what's your gift? Are you open to your gift of the Spirit? Are you open to that experience? And we talk about the gift of rapture. Brother Boniface Mays says, The grace of God sometimes overflows like a river and invades the emotional powers of the soul. It's emotional, folks. It's not emotionalism, but it is passionate. There follow spiritual intoxication, which is a breaking out of overwhelming tenderness and delicious intimacies greater than the heart can desire or greater than the heart can contain. Wow. When, when you're impregnated by Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, it's, it, it lifts you up. It's a rapturous experience. We know that this happened at Pentecost, Acts 2.13, when they, when they heard the early church speaking in tongues, they said, others scoffing, they've had too much to drink, too much new wine. <laughs> Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and proclaimed to them, you who are Jews, indeed all who are staying in Jerusalem, let this be known to you. Listen to my words. These people are not drunk as you suppose them to be, for it is only nine in the morning. <laughs> it's early. And he says, no, what is spoken, what is happening was spoken through Joel the prophet. It will come to pass in the last days, I will pour out a portion of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. And we know that Paul's letter to the Ephesians, he says, don't get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, but be filled 
with the Spirit. How? Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and praying to the Lord in your hearts. Give thanks always and for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. We become changed when the Spirit is poured out on on Saul. He is changed into another man in the Old Testament. We're changed. Suddenly from being negative, we become positive. Instead of seeing the glass as half empty, we see it as half full. Wow, this is so cool. Now we know, uh, we heard the word rapture, and we know the rapture is often thought of at the end of the world, at the second coming of Christ. I'm not going to get into the debates about when it takes place. The Catholic Church doesn't buy all the pre-trib rapture stuff. That theory is only about 150 years old. It came out of Scotland. Now, it was never a part of patristics. So, and the early church never believed it. But we believe that we will be caught up. The word rapture means caught up. So, he says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 through 18, The Lord himself, with a word of command, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet of God, will come down from heaven. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up. The word there, raptured together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Whoa, that's going to be quite a plane ride. Then we shall always be with the Lord. But it also happens right now. St. Paul, in his second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 12, he, he says in verse 4, he says, uh, verse 3, I know this person, whether in or out of the body, I don't know, God knows. He was caught up, that word is raptured, snatched up, into paradise and heard ineffable things. In other words, things ineffable means you can't say it. He heard ineffable things which no one may utter. In Revelation 10, seal up what the seven thunders have spoken. Don't write it down. And we know that the Spirit bears witness with our spirit and the Spirit intercedes in groanings beyond speech. John of Alverna, a Franciscan priest, said his soul was drawn up out of his body and his heart and his soul were burning a hundred times more than if it had been in a furnace. He was absorbed and assumed into the abyss of divinity and light and it was buried in the ocean of God's eternity and infinity. He could not feel anything that was created or formed or finite or conceivable or visible which the human heart could conceive or the tongue could describe. He felt internal, infinite love, which led the Son of God to incarnate out of obedience to the Father. He came to unutterable insights. He could not express these things with word. So rapture, rapture is not just about the second coming. Bang! Rapture is right now, right now, to be wrapped in the love of God. St. Bonaventure says to the sisters, you will rush into his embrace. You'll kiss him with such fervor that you'll be completely carried away, enraptured in heaven. The height of devotion may sometimes cause our spirit to lose hold of itself, to rise above itself, to pass into a state of rapture. We are thrown off our foundation in the likeness of a flash of lighting. It completely forgets what it is and what it is and what it was and its whole being becomes supernatural desire, carried away as if in the state of wonderful happiness. I pray that for you. 
You have to let go a little bit of being so rational, so logical. Allow yourself, like when you're in love, allow yourself to fall in love with Jesus and be wrapped in his love through the power of the Spirit. That's my prayer for you. All things are possible with God. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. And my spirit exalts in God my Savior. back everybody this is John Michael we are looking at the at the enrapturous fire and presence of the Holy Spirit in our life we are moving from dialogue into love union just like with a man and a woman between us and Jesus when you enter into that consummation of the marriage you stop thinking it's it's pure experience and the same thing happens in our relationship with God through Jesus Christ Jesus being the Son of God, and and we have that personal love relationship with Jesus Christ. This is intimate, it's powerful, it's life-changing. Well, we know that this happens through the power of the Holy Spirit in our life. The word for spirit in Hebrew is ruah, say that. It means breath. The same thing is true in Greek. Anytime you read the word spirit, human or, or divine, in the New Testament, the word is pneuma, pneuma means air, wind, and breath. And we know that the, the Holy Spirit came on those, on those first disciples at Pentecost, a strong, driving wind. And we know that Jesus gave the Spirit to the apostles for a special leadership role when he breathed the Spirit. We hear of St. Francis. He says, With his mouth wide open and repeating very loudly, Ha! 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 By the power of the Holy Spirit, Brother Massio was lifted up in the air with his breath and projected him forward. The length of a long spear. 
Wow! Francis wanted the brothers to not just follow the legal aspect of his life, not just the external things of his life. He wanted them to catch the spirit. I feel this as the founder of a community, too. I don't want my brothers and sisters just to legally follow what I do externally. I want them to catch the spirit of God, see, and be on fire with the spirit. We know that St. Anthony of Padua, for instance, spoke in tongues. Now, there are different kinds of tongues. We're going to do a program later on the gifts of the Spirit. Sometimes you speak in tongues and are heard in other languages. Sometimes you pray in tongues and it's just for yourself. It says that, that Brother Anthony of Padua spoke in tongues. And it says all who were assembled, although they were spoke different languages, they could clearly and distinctly hear him as if he had spoken in their language. So this this gift of tongues is not just for the apostles and for the early days of the church. It's for now. Are you experiencing that gift of the Spirit now? Wow. We know that Francis also experienced another kind of gift of tongues. Nobody understood him. He began to speak that which is beyond understanding. Sometimes your mind gets in the way. You want to be positive. You want to be totally godly but you got these old habits of negative thoughts of sinful thoughts so you bypass it and you begin to pray in the spirit and you begin to speak without there being words wow and then the spirit scourges out your mind cleans it out so that you can be positive again and then you begin to speak in understandable words francis was preaching at greccio it was the first reenactment of the manger scene since, the, since it had happened with Jesus in all of Christian history. And he began to preach, and he said, Bethlehem. And he began to go, Bethlehem, Bethlehem. And he began to bleat like a sheep. He was speaking with such love and devotion about the presence of Jesus, the birth of Jesus into the world. It was beyond what he could say with his, world. With his words. He began to just say sounds. In the early church, they, we know that they prayed and sang in the Spirit. They sang without there being words or melodies. And they sang, they're singing in the Spirit. Francis used to preach before the cardinals. And as he was preaching, he would be under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And he began to dance. Wow. Francis of Assisi, he began to dance around. I think that's so cool. He danced in the Spirit. It says, he moved his feet as though... He were dancing as one burning with the fire of divine love. We know they were slain in the spirit. To be, Have you ever been slain in the spirit? I have. What happened is I got overwhelmed in a way beyond what I could understand. And I, I experienced such peace that all I could do was just lay back. I couldn't stand up. The peace of God was so overwhelming. I couldn't even stand up. This is what they describe. Brother Simon received such consolations from the Holy Spirit that when he felt a divine illumination, he used to lie down on his bed as if he wanted to sleep because the sweet peace of the Holy Spirit required of him not only mentally but even physically to rest. How about it? Once, it says, St. Francis as well as all the others were wrapped out of themselves and they lay on the ground like dead men completely unconscious. Wow. There are so many examples. Francis and Claire, they prayed down at the Porzi Uncle. They only met once, once together after they both gave their lives to Christ. They, they valued 
chastity so much. But when they prayed for the opening, the opening prayer for their meal, a fire lit up. And the townspeople came down with buckets. They thought that the woods were on fire. It was just Francis and Claire praying. Wow. But we also got to be careful of spiritual gluttony. Boniface Mays reminds us, he says, be careful to avoid giving access to your heart to any impure desire for spiritual gifts. In other words, pride, control. See, so he says, Run away from that stuff, lest the angel of shadows finding in this curiosity and seeking an open field for his operations transforms himself into an angel of light for your deception. So there can be kind of a a pride in in seeking spiritual gifts. St. Paul says seek spiritual gifts, but especially prophecy because people can understand you. See, but it's got to be in humility. This, This overwhelming, it's... It's humbling, folks. You're just one with Jesus. There's no more pride. There's no more ego. There's none of that in it. Now, you have to also be careful of the opposite. And that, oh, I'm not good enough for any spiritual gift. Well, sometimes that's just inverted pride. Sometimes you think that you're better than all those other poor souls who actually are charismatic and speak in tongues or or pray outside of themselves. You, I only want the really cool ones. Well, there's a there's an, a kind of an, an inverted pride that can happen. You have to be careful of this. See, when we say, Lord, I will do anything for you. I'll go minister to the poor. I'll go to the, to the developing world. You know, I'll do this. I'll go to seminary. I'll study theology. I'll do anything except. And as soon as you say except, you quench the real power of the Spirit. As soon as accept becomes acceptable in our life, in our love union with Jesus, we have just limited that union. And we've limited the real outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our life. How about that? So you have to say, Lord, I will do anything. For you, I will be open to any gift. Yes, I will go to the poor. Yes, I will preach. Yes, I will study. Yes, I'll give my life completely to you. I'll join a community. Come join us, the brothers and sisters of charity. <laughs> That's cool. But what if you say, but I won't speak in tongues. I won't allow myself to be wrapped out of myself and lose control. Lose control. Allow yourself to lose control because when you love a man or a woman in marriage in that consummation, oh, you lose control. You pour yourself out completely for the sake of the other person. That's what we do with Jesus. But this is not the end. There are further stages. Said of John of Alverna, Brother John was, as we've seen, raised up first to the feet of Christ through tears, into the hands through graces, with graces, the third to the blessed breast with the rapture and the rays of light. So in other words, there were different kisses. This goes back to Bernard of Clairvaux. The kiss of the feet through service, hands through action, the kiss of the breast through emotions, 
And finally, the kiss of the mouth, which is face to face. So as we go through this, remember, we're not making a God of gifts. Gifts are not God. They're just a gift from God to lead us back. We are going to be going through stages. And the main thing is, is to have this personal love relationship with Jesus Christ. And allow that relationship to be dynamic. And to lose yourself in it. Now Jesus can use you. So I repeat the words of Pope Francis. I invite every Christian at this very moment to a renewed personal encounter with Jesus Christ. All things are possible with God. Let's take a moment and pray. Jesus, come into my life. Transform me. Let it be intimate. Let it be personal. Let it fire my heart. Allow me to lose myself in you who gave yourself completely for me. Allow me to lose control so that you and you alone might have control of my life. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, it's going to happen to you. Watch out. I love you. All things are possible with God. Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com.